Begin the current daf. This now is a daf mem vav. Begin on the bottom of daf mem heim at base, six lines up in the bottom of the yamut. Where the gemara continues with the next mishnah. Again, continuing the theme of the previous mishnahs, which are discussing taglachas atahara, which are the conclusionary processes of the nazar when he's tahar. Where then we said he brings three different karbanas, a chatas, a oil, and a shlamim, and he cuts his hair after one of the karbanas. Then he takes his hair, puts it underneath the pot. Now that's where our, our mishnah continues on that theme. So, so again, you have this here with the gravy on it, underneath the pot, cooking, all fired up, is cooking the shlamim. So that the Mishra says he could either cook it, which is regular cooking, or he could really stew it, really cook it very well. I mean, he could cook it as, which, in one of those ways. Moreover, the koyin would take, not only does he take generally from every carbon, here he would specifically take the cooked foreleg of the ram, which is the carbon shlamim. Moreover, he would take v'chala matzah achas minasal. He would take one unleavened loaf of, of the bread from the basket. And v'rekik matzah achas, he would take one unleavened wafer. V'noisen al nazar. And then he would put this all on the palm of the nazar. Umanifen, and they would wave it. That's what's called tenufa. That's part of the procedures that were done in these concluding processes of the Nazar who's finishing his Nazirs. And then says the Mishnah, After all this was done, then the Nazar is permitted to drink wine, and of course, here according which he did already, as after one of the Karbonists, now the Rosh just points out that seemingly the Tanakam of this Mishnah is going like Rebbe Yezid that we're going to quote in the Brisa in the Gemara, who he holds that it's forbidden to drink wine until after you do all the conclusionary processes that I mentioned, because that's seemingly what it's talking about here, all the way till you do, um, you, you brought the carbonus, you're cooking the carbon, you did the haircut, you even did tenufa, which all the way at the end, then it says, then you're permitted to drink the wine. Seemingly, that's like Rebbe Yazer. Now, we continue on top of him, where Rebbe Shimon he says that no, that even as he's the other man, the Amr arguing on Rebbe Yazer in the Brisa, that even if you did one act, even if you only brought the blo- sprayed the blood of one of the three carbonists on the mizbeach, that already permits the nazar to drink wine, it doesn't have to have done all these things, all the procedures that the nazar has to do, like the Tanakama, he holds you just through one of the carbonists on the mizbeach, it already makes the atonement, it already permits the nazar to go back and resume drinking and be metamalamesa. So Tarabon Linda Brysa that explains this machlekes. It says in the Pasig, Va'achar, this is in Bamidbar, Paragvav, Pasig Chav, it says, and then afterwards, Yishtahan Nazar Yain, then the Nazar could go back and drinking wine. So what does it mean after, after what? So that's the machlekes. First opinion holds, Achar Maisim Kulan, after everything that was done, because essentially, this Pasig is at the end of the procedural proceedings of what the Nazar does when he concludes. So everything that was set up until now, which is basically everything, that's only after that can he drink wine. So that's the Rebbe Yezer, as the Rosh explained, that's the Tanakama of our Mishnah. The Chacham say, which is Rebbe Shimon in our Mishnah, that it's actually enough, even if after only one thing was done, which again, as was explained in our Mishnah, even if you have only one of the Karbanas that were brought, that's going to be, even just one of the bloods is going to be enough to permit him to drink wine. Now, that the Gemara asks, my what's the understanding of Rabbi Shimon, of the Chacham in this Brisa? Seemingly, Rabbi Yezun, the Tanakam of Amishnah, is correct. This is at the end of the parsha, And it says, then afterwards, he drinks wine, which means to say, after everything. 
Why are they saying it's enough after just one thing was done? Meaning, after just the bloods of one carbon was brought. So that the Gemara explains, Ksiv hacha, because here it says in the Pasuk, the word va'achar, and afterwards, yishtan nazayayin, then you can drink wine. Now, Ksiv hasim, it says, actually, the Pasuk beforehand, says in regards to what then lets you do tenufa, which is v'heinefaisim, which actually in the beginning of the Pasuk that we just brought, va'achar yishtan nazayayin, the Pasuk before that says, and what lets you go ahead and do tenufa? So it says, achar his galchi es nizri. After that, the nazar cut off his hair, then you can go to the next pasuk that says Hashem. Then you can do the tnufa, and then that's what that pasuk concludes. It says Now that the Gemara says it's a following Zerushava. Just like over there, we use the word achar. Achar means after just one thing that's done. Meaning, the pasuk says tnufa could be done achar his after the hair cutting. That's after one act. So here also when it says it also means after one thing. Just like their Acher means after one thing. Which is after just the throwing of one of the bloods. You don't have to do all the proceedings to allow him to go back to Yishtah. That the Gemara asks, wait a second, maybe it's actually until you do both. In other words, yes, you're right, Acher means after one thing, let's say, but it's told about after the Karbanas are brought, but moreover, after what the previous Pasuk is leading up, you have Pasuk Yotas, which says that Va'achar his Galche is Nizra, and then you have Pasuk Chav, that after you finally did the Taklachas, and then you could do the Tnufa, then it says Va'achar Yishtan Ozayayin, so maybe it actually means after Karbanas, and after the hair cutting, which is actually, the Taklachas is actually after all the Avoid of the Karbanas are, are being done. Only then, when you finish that carbon, can you then go ahead and cut the hair. So maybe that's what the Pasuk is saying. How do you know Va'achar Yishtan Ozayayin? means after one thing is done, maybe it's a continuation of, yeah, that, and also after what was from before, from the Pasuk beforehand. So, yes, you have to wait for Teklachas, and therefore for all the Karbanas, and then you could only be permitted. How do you know, Ba'achar, that when it says, Yishta Nozayayin, it means to say after just one thing. But then why would I need the Shav? In other words, there was a tradition, Gzer Shav can't be made up. It's a Messiah. And if that's the case, that they had a, a comparison between this Acher and this Acher, which tells us that just like this Acher of allowing yourself to do Tznufa is after one thing of Taklachas, so this Acher of permitting the Nazar to drink wine is after one thing too, but then it wouldn't be after one thing. Because if you're saying that it's based on the literal understanding of the secrets of the Psukim, which is after everything, then it wouldn't be after one thing. And if it's obvious from the Gzerushav itself, which was the Messiah, the Rebbe Shimon, and the Chacham had, that means to say that it's after one thing, which is just throwing the bloods of one of the Kabbanas, and therefore, unlike Rebbe Yazer, who learns it in the simple translation, the sequence of the Pesukim, which is after everything, they hold after just one of the bloods, that like Rebbe Shimon said, it's hutra nazar, Now, continuing on this theme, which was incidentally introduced regarding the Tenufa, which is in the beginning of Pasuk Chaf, Again, continuing from Pasuk test, which was Acher this Maisi Yechidi, which we said Acher is Galche is Nizroi. After he cuts his hair, then what? Then you can do Tnufa. So on that, Amaravi says the following halacha: It's Tnufa benazer Ma'akevus. The halacha of waving these items that we mentioned, the coin puts on the palm of the nazar, will withhold the validity from allowing the nazar drinking wine. Meaning, that is necessary to be done, and only then can he drink wine. If not, then he can't drink wine. So according to who, we just said two opinions 
in our Mishnah, which are the same two opinions in this b'risa, according to whom are you saying that Tanufa lahalacha would be ma'akif? If he says going like Rabbanan, in other words, like Rabbi Shimon, but then that's difficult. Because if by Taglachas, if by the hair cutting, where that's something that's actually done in the body of the Nazar itself. I'm Rabbanan, for the Rabbanan, and Rabbi Shimon said that that's not Ma'akiv. They said, actually, you don't even have to wait for the hair cutting. You could start drinking wine just when one of the bloods were thrown already, which is before you do Taglachas, because Taglachas can't be done at least until one of the Karbanas' bloods were thrown. So if Teklachas is not Ma'akiv, which is more integral and intrinsic to the Nazar himself, so then Tenufa, so then the waving of these items, which are generally not Ma'akiv, generally the Halach of Tenufa is not Ma'akiv, in any carbon when you do Tenufa waving, Mibayi, would you, would you entertain to say that, according to Rabbanah, that that would be Ma'akiv, that would withhold the validity? So definitely can't be according to Rabbanah. So who would Rabbi be going like? That he's saying Tanufa is Ma'akim, would be going like Rabbi Yezer. And that the difficulty is Pshit, that's obvious. Why do we need Rav to tell us this? Rabbi Yezer says, He said it as we quoted. He says you got to have done everything. Which in the sequence of the Pesukim, is the last thing mentioned. And you have Tanufa mentioned before that. So of course, so why do we need Rav to tell us that? So that the Gemara says, no, you're right, it's going like Rabbi Yezer, but you need Rav to tell you that because Maudetayim, what would have thought to say, Kivendilin Kapar, since in regards to atonement, generally the halach is by Tnufa, Shiyari Mitzvahi, it's considered what's called the remnants of the Mitzvah. As the Gemara says in the first paragraph of Sech that if someone makes Tnufa into Shiyari Mitzvah, what that means to say is that he doesn't fulfill the Tnufa, so then the, the wording over there is, Malalavakas of Kilo, like keeper, but keeper. So in the Pasuk, consider that person as if he didn't have an atonement, and he did have an atonement. What does that mean? As if he didn't have atonement, because he didn't do an ideal type of a mitzvah. Because one of the ingredients said that you should do tnufa, and you didn't do tnufa. But the keeper, that it is an atonement, because it's not me'akiv, because ultimately, you do have an, it, it, it will consider as if you fulfilled the mitzvah. So therefore, we would have thought to say, since generally tnufa is not me'akiv, so for permitting the nazar to drink wine, it would not be ma'akiv. That's the chiddush that Rav's telling us that yes, although Rabbi Yezer says that everything is ma- it has to be after everything, tenufa would be different, and that he's saying that tenufa is not different, and you can't drink wine until you also did tenufa. Now, as we continue on to Midbeis, the Gemara actually asks on this: Is it really true that even according to Rabbi Yezer, that tenufa is ma'akiv, which is what we're saying the halacha of Rav is going like? But Vatanya learned in the Bray says follows. The Pasuk says in the Midbar, Zeis Taris Hanazir. Now, whenever it says Zeis Taris, it sounds like that's the great equalizer. That it's saying, this is how it always is by a Nazir. Now, what does that mean? It means to say, Bein Shiyesh Whether the Nazir, who, again, one of the halachas in, integral for the halacha is that of Tanufa, which is you put on a kape on Nazir, on the palms of the Nazir. So, in that, the Bray is saying that the Pasuk is teaching us that Bein Shiyesh whether he has palms, whether he does not have palms. Now, what that means is, is that the Gemara's assumption is, the interpretation that the Bryce is saying is, just like somebody that doesn't have palms, obviously can't do the waving because he can't put on his palms, he doesn't have hands. So to someone that has palms, that the tenufa is not going to be ma'akif, because that's what it's saying. It's saying that they're both the same. What do you mean they're both the same? Well, someone that doesn't have palms can't do it. Yeah, because someone that has palms also, it's not ma'akif. He doesn't have to do it just like the one without palms. Doesn't obviously do it. Now, that is what the Gemara's question is. That obviously the Bryce is not going like the Rabbanan. 
because it was going like the Rabbanan, then why would you need, as the Bryce quotes, the Pasuk of Zayis, Teres, and Nazar, if you already know that Tenuv is not Ma'akiv from the Gzair Shav of Achar Achar, where we said that nothing is Ma'akiv basically besides just the throwing of the blood of one of the Karbanas. So obviously that that Bryce is going like Rebbe who holds that no, everything is Ma'akiv, but what? But obviously, but Tenuv, even Rebbe agrees that Tenuv is not going to be Ma'akiv, because that's obviously what the Bryce is coming to say, that we're comparing someone that doesn't have palms to has palms. Just like without palms, he's not doing it. So to even with palms, he doesn't have to do it. So seemingly that's difficult on Rav, who he said that Rabbi Yezah holds that Tznufa is Me'akif. So on that, the Gemara responds to the questioner, wait a second, is that how you're learning when the Bryce says, Zoyz Teres Anazer, comparing someone that doesn't have to someone that does have, to say just like someone that doesn't have, doesn't do it, so even someone that does have, doesn't do it either? But then look at the following Bryce. It also says, Zoyz Teres Anazer, it says this is the halacha of the Nazar, which again, the great equalizer, which is, because that this is the Torah, this is how it always is, which it's saying that whether you're talking about somebody that has here or whether, whether somebody that doesn't have here because he's bold. Are you entertaining to say to give the same interpretation when it's comparing someone that doesn't have to do have that it's coming to say that just like you don't do hair cutting by the one who without it here so to even somebody that, that has here taklachas is not going to be ma'akim? But Batanya, on that, the Gemara asks, you can't say that because you learned in the Baraisa that Nazim Memorit, a bold Nazim. So Bishami Aymim, Einatzarach Lahaver Tal Reisha. So Bishami says, and we'll explain what Bishami means, says you don't have to put a razor over his head, meaning although we say that the, the final proceedings of the Nazim when he finishes Naziris is to cut off his hair with a, with a razor, so that was saying, look, he's bold. There's no point in putting a razor over his head if he's bold anyway. Well, Aymim, they say that, no, Tzarach Lahaver Tal Reisha. You're right, there's no hair to cut off, but the proceedings are to cut off his hair with a razor, so he has to at least pass a razor over his head. That's their machlik. Now, Amr Avina, Avina said in interpretation of this price, he says, My What does Bishamim mean when they say that you don't have to put a razor over your head? means It means to say that there is no rectification. In other words, there's nothing to do for the person. In other words, when he says, why does it mean that you don't have to put the razor over his head? It means to say, you don't have to because it's not going to help. There's nothing to do with that person because since all his hair fell out, so there's no hair cutting being done. Now, what, therefore what that means is, let's say, according to Abeliezer, that he says that Teklach is Meyakiv, the understanding of Beisham would be that this person would be usher in wine forever because one of the things you have to do is Teklachas, and according to Rebbe that's the only way you could actually, you have to do all the proceedings, including Taklachas. If you don't do it, and you can't do it because there's no here, he'll be forbidden in wine forever. Whereas according to Rabbanon, who, yes, they don't hold Taklachas Ma'akiv, you only have to throw one of the bloods, but according to Beishame, that when he says that you can't do anything about it, it means to say you just won't be fulfilling the mitzvah of Taklachas according to Beishame. Now, that's according to Beishame. Holabes Hill, what comes out, however, according to Avina's interpretation, that, but according to Beis Hill, that there is something to be done. What does that mean? Although he's bold, Basil saying is yes, by passing the razor over his head, that is the hair cutting. Although there's no hair, that will fulfill the obligation, which again, according to Beliezer, which would permit him to drink wine. And according to Abonon, that's just, again, which is the opinion of Rib Shimon, it's just to allow him to fulfill the mitzvah of Taklachas. Now, that is what the Gemara was responding to the questioner. Obviously over here, it's not possible that we're coming to compare someone that has here to someone that doesn't have here, 
whether according to Beishamai or according to Beisil. In other words, according to Beishamai, someone that has here, that to say that he has, obviously someone that has here has a takon. There's something that he could do about it, which is to cut off the here. But someone that doesn't have here, again, the way Ravina interpreted, he doesn't have a takana. So what do you mean? What are you comparing? That just like someone that has here, someone that doesn't have here, it can't mean to say that just like someone that has here has the takana, someone that doesn't have here has a takana, because that's not true. Because Ravina is saying, according to Bishamai, that there is no takana for such a person. And so to according to Beis Hill, what would we be comparing someone that has here to someone that doesn't have here? Someone that has here, it says explicitly that he cuts off his hair. So obviously, this is what the, 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 the one who is responding in the Gemara is saying, is obviously what we're coming to compare is Einloi to Yeshloi. In other words, to teach you that someone that's Einloi, someone that doesn't have here, actually needs to do Havarastar. He has to go through the proceedings of cutting the hair, which is like base Hill. In other words, it's not saying the way you want to interpret the Brysom of let's say the first one, you were asking and saying, whoa, according to Rav, how could you say Tanufa is being Ma'akiv, but we have a Bryce that says seemingly it's not Ma'akiv, even according to Eliezer, how, how do you see that? Huh? Because it's comparing someone that has palms to not palms, which you wanted to say, just like that there's the questioner, just like there's no palms, you don't do it, see when there is palms that you don't do it. And that is what the Gemara is saying, but there's another Bryce that says the same type of idea, which says the same thing regarding the waving, it says regarding the cutting of the hair. You compare someone that has here to someone that doesn't have here. Now, according to your line of reasoning, it should be the same, the same uh, longitudinal, which is going from someone that doesn't have here, that doesn't do it, to someone that has here also doesn't do it. But we see that that's not the case. We see that obviously someone that has here does do it, and to the contrary, it's that this rice of Zeus, Teres, and Nazar regarding the here that Mishiyesh Leisar and doesn't have Sar is based Hill, who's saying that just like someone that has here has a Takana, someone that doesn't have here also has a Takana, where, not like Beishamai, Beishamai says there's no Takana, because as Ravina explained when he says, Ain't it I mean, you don't have to because there's no point, it's not going to help you. According to Beis Hill, so it's going the other way around. It's saying that just like someone that has here, cuts the hair, so to someone that doesn't have the hair, also, quote, cuts the hair. And therefore, that's what the Gemara is answering here also, when it's comparing someone that doesn't have palms to someone that does have palms. It's not saying that, just like when you don't have, you don't do it, so to even when you have palms, you don't do it. No, to the contrary. It's saying just like the other price of the hair, which is that just like someone that has palms does the waving, because it is Miyakov, according to Rebeliezer, so to someone that doesn't have palms does the waving. How do you do the waving? You wave it with your arms, not with your palms. Which, again, according to the Rabbana, would be as just of a mitzvah, fulfilling the mitzvah. And according to Rabbi Yaz, it would actually be ma'akiv. But that's what the Gemara is answering. That's not difficult, according to Rab, that yes, Tznufa is mi'akiv. And although the Bryce is comparing someone that doesn't have palms to has palms, as we prove from the other Bryce that says the same type of Vidrasha with here, it's obviously talking about comparing someone that has here to not having here, just like someone that has here cuts it, so to someone that doesn't have here, also goes through the proceedings of cutting it. So to with the waving, just like someone that has palms waves, so to someone that doesn't have palms waves, how so? Someone, to, someone that doesn't have his here, he does whatever he could do, which is again, waving with his arms. So therefore it's not difficult, according to Rav, that Tnuva is going to be Ma'akev. Parenthetically, the Gemara says that this, that Ravina interpreted, that according to Beishamai, when he says, you don't have to as a, as a bold man, 
uh, take a razor and put it over your head when you finish your naziris, because it means actually that in no, you don't have to because it's not going to help you. So on that, the Gemara says, behind the Rebdas. That interpretation of Ravina in Bishamai is the same as Rebdas interpreted Bishamai. Because the Amr Rebdas, Rebdas said, Bishamai, Amr He said that Bishamai, that we just quoted, and Rebdas are saying the same halacha. Which my Rebdas, what's his halacha of Rebdas? The time they're going to Brisa. The Brisa says, If a Mitzayra doesn't have a thumb and a big toe, which is part of the proceedings that they're supposed to spray on that part of his body part. So, says that he has no tower, he can't be purified ever from his taras because you need to fulfill the literal in- interpretation of the Pasuk, which is to spray it on his toes. And you, you can't do it because he doesn't have it. Which that's exactly like Bishamai said, which, which is the, how Ripadas is saying, which is how Ravina was saying, which is you got to put it on the palms. Uh, and then that you have to shave off the head. And if there's no hair, you can't shave it off. You can't fulfill that Pasuk, although he doesn't have it to do it. Just like the, th- the big toe and the thumb, which you don't have it to do it, still it's going to be ma'akev. So too, that's what Ravina was saying in Bishamai, that in the Tzarech is, yes, because in Loitakana. Whereas the Brisa continues, Pshimonai, he says regarding this halach of Mitzayra, where if he doesn't have his toe, his big toe and his thumb. So he says, what you just do is, you sprayed on the place, meaning where the toe would be, and then you fulfill your obligation that way. The Chachamai, my third opinion says, they say, so put it on the left toe. Although he's supposed to do it on the right, put it on the left, and then then you'll fulfill your obligation. So that's the three opinions, but the primary one we're introducing was Rebbe Yazer, who, according to Rebbe Das, is the same as how Ravina interprets Bishama, and that's why he says that Bishama and Rebbe Yazer are saying the same opinion. That's one version of the previous discussion of Rav's halacha, of saying, Tenufa is Ma'akev, which was taking the approach that Rav was saying it in the opinion of Rebbe Yazer. Now the Gemara says, There's a different version in this discussion. Amarav, as we said before, He says that the waving of these, this Rebbe B'Shela and this, this Matzah and this wafer are Ma'akev. So now the Gemara says, As we said before in the first version, who's that going like? So the Gemara says, Everybody says it's going like Rebbe Yezer. Well, that's pretty obvious. Says, it has to be after everything. So one of the things that was done was Tanufa. So what would be the Chiddush in saying Tanufa? Obviously, it's after everything. Rather, it's like the Rabbanan, again, like Rabbi Shimon in the Mishnah, who, that they say, and that all you have to do is one of the bloods, and that Rav is being machadish, that, no, Tanufa is also ma'akev. That the Gemara asks, If the Rabbanan say that even the hair cutting is not ma'akev, which is in the, the done, it's a procedure done in the Nazar himself. So Tanufa, which is always more peripheral, Miboya, would you entertain to say that that's who Rav saying is Allah like? Now, the Rush actually points out that although in this second version the, the Talmud was abridged, and it didn't say that actually that the conclusion of Rav is like Rebbe Yezer, which you have to say, as we said in the first version, that it would only be a possible Chiddush in like the way Rebbe Yezer says it. But the Gemara, however, asks a question, which in this discussion was making it sound like that Rav can't be saying like the Rabbanan. And rather, like the first version said, that it comes out, he must be saying like the like Rebbe Yezer. And that the Gemara asks, why is it so obvious that Rav can't be going like the Rabbanan? Because as the Gemara asks, Umi loy ma'akfe? is it really true that Tanufa is not ma'akif, even according to the Rabbanan? But Batanul in the Bryce, and this is the second version of this discussion. And we'll see differences in how the interpretations and the assumptions are in these brises. The Gemara asks, but it says in the brises, 
It says in the Brisa that this is the law of a Nazar, which compares whether he has palms or whether he doesn't have palms. Now, this second version assumes in the interpretation of this Brisa that it tells you that just like someone that doesn't have palms, that what that means to say is that the Tanufa would be Ma'akiv, and he, since he can't do it because he has no palms, he will not be able to fulfill the mitzvah, and he won't be permitted in, in wine, according to the interpretations that hold that it's Ma'akiv, or just to do that mitzvah. Now the reason why is because there's halacha that says, that although there's certain procedures that don't have to be done, b'diyavet, but if you can't, you wouldn't be able to do it, then actually, which is Allah regarding the mixing of the menachis, then it actually says that you, you actually, it will withhold the validity. Although generally it's not, but it's only because you could. If you can't, then it is a problem. So here also, by someone that doesn't have palms, since you can't do it, so then therefore, it's not going to be valid after the fact. It's not, in other words, it will be ma'akev. Now, the assumption also of the Gemara now is that obviously this brace is not like Rebbe Because if it would be going like Rebbe so then why do you need the Pasuk of Zeis Tairas? You could just learn it out from when it says in the Pasuk Achar, that it says that the Nuz is going to be permitted to drink wine, Achar Yishta Nuz which he learns is after everything being done. So obviously, Tinuva is going to be Ma'akiv. Why do you need to learn that just like someone that doesn't have palms is Ma'akiv, so to someone that has palms is Ma'akiv, you already know that from Achar, which everything is Ma'akiv. So rather the Gemara assumes it must be going like the Rabbanan. And we see that even according to Rabbanan, who they say generally to permit the Nazar in drinking wine, is just throwing the bloods of one of the Karbanas, that obviously we see that no, that they agree that Tanufa is Mi'akiv. Now, although the Rabbanan were quoted as saying that Achar Ma'isi all you have to do is one thing, now, which we had assumed they meant to say just throwing one of the bloods, the bloods of one of the Karbanas, the interpretation would mean that when he says, when the Rabbanan say Achar Ma'isi means after doing one full process of one of the karbanas, which is all of the proceedings going in that carbon, which is even the tenufa that comes after that, and that's what we learn now from Zeus Teres Anazah, that yes, that tenufa is going to be ma'akiv. So therefore, the Gemara is wondering why are we assuming that Rav's halacha could only be in Rebbe Yezer and not in the Rabbanon, but seemingly the Rabbanon hold the tenufa is ma'akiv, as we see from the comparison of someone that doesn't have palms, who since he can't do it is ma'akiv, so to someone that has palms, it would be ma'akiv. Now that the Gemara responds, but how can you say that? The, if that's the way you're interpreting the Brisa, the Elohad Tanya. So let's look at a different Brisa. And again, this is a different look at how it's being looked at in the two different versions. So the Gemara asks, but we have another Brisa that says, Zois Teres and Nazar. This is the law of the Nazar, which we see that it's the great equalizer. So that the Brisa says, whether he has here or doesn't have here. Now, based on your interpretation, so the conclusion would be of this Brisa is, that if someone, let's say, that has here, just like you're saying by the palms, if he doesn't have palms, it's going to be ma'akiv. So if you have, have palms, you want to say that tenuf would be ma'akiv, even according to Rabbanon. So then the same interpretation should be for this price, that just like someone that doesn't have here, since he can't, it's ma'akiv. So too, when he has here, it's going to be ma'akiv. But that's the about tiny blue in the brisa, not like this, because we learned nazim and mayrit. There's a bold nazar, Bishama says you don't have to put a razor over your head. He's bold anyway. And Basil says, no, you do have to. Now, the assumption of the Gemara right now is that when Basil says that you have to put a razor over the head, is that 
which was like the interpretation of Ravina in the first version, was that tzarech you have to, and meaning v'yesh le'takana, meaning but because that will help you do what you have to do. Now, so obviously, we see that the interpretation of this brisa is that when it's comparing someone that has here to doesn't have here, must be saying that just like someone that has here has to put a razor over his head to cut off his hair, so to someone that doesn't have here also has to put the razor over his head. And therefore, that's how we're interpreting the other brisa too, that you're bringing from the palms that would say the other way around. That just like someone that has palms lifts it up, le mitzvah, but not le'akuvah, so to someone that doesn't have, would also lift it up. How? With his arms, not with his palms. In other words, how are you learning, ask the Gemara, to, that you're trying to say that Rav could be even like the Rabbana. Because when it's comparing Einloi to Yeshloi, it's saying just like Einloi is ma'akiv, so to Yeshloi is ma'akiv. But on that the Gemara says, but there's a b'risa that compares not having here to having here. Which according to you should mean to say that just like you don't have here, it's mi'akiv. So too when you have here, it is mi'akiv. But seemingly we see from Beis Hill that actually the interpretation would be the other way around. Which we see that someone that doesn't have here, he does have to do it. And not that it's mi'akiv and therefore since you can't, so actually you won't be able to do anything about it. Because we see contrarily that Beis Hill, you could do something about it. Must be the interpretation is the other way around. Just like when you have here, there's a takana, which is the regular hair cutting with the razor. So too, when you don't have hair, it's also going to be the same thing that you go ahead and you cut whatever you have, even though you don't have anything. And therefore, the same thing will be in the price of the palms. It doesn't mean like you're saying from Einloi to Yeshloi. It would be from Yeshloi to, to Einloi to say that actually you do wave it, which again, but doesn't mean it's Ma'akev. It could be even just Lamitzvah Ba'amah. So how are you asking that the price should prove that Rav Salach could be even like the Rabbanan who would hold it, Tnuva Ismiakiv. So that the Gemara answers that no. The questioner has a good question. Because Amr Rabbavina, Rabbavina says, which some actually have the gifts of Ravina, but this would be a different Ravina then. In other words, it would be a different interpretation than Ravina has in the first version. Because here would be the other way of interpreting what does Beisham and Basil mean Tsarach and Enitzarach. Here he rejects and he says that actually you can't prove from this Brisa of the here that the halacha is that Tanufa is not going to be ma'akev from the first b'risa. Because my tzarech he says, what does Basil mean to say when, when they say you have to, that you have to pass the tar over the head? It means tzarech ve'en lo'i It means you have to, because here cutting is integral, and there is nothing to do about it. And therefore the interpretation is that just like someone that, so this is now the new interpretation of the b'risa, which would collude with the way the one who's asking the question from the b'risa of the palms, which is that just like when you don't have here, it is mi'akiv because of the halacha that we said that since you can't do it, so therefore it's mi'akiv. And that's what Basil means to say when he says you have to, you have to, but you can't. And therefore according to Basil actually it means to say that you're stuck. So too, even when you have here, then it's also going to be mi'akiv. And therefore the Gemara is concluding that the one who's asking the question is asking a good question. And that is why is it that was assumed that Rav can't be saying his interpretation in the Rabbanon, when seemingly we do see from the comparison of someone that doesn't have a palm, to having a palm, which is the same thing by not having here, to having here, that just like we see when you don't have here, it's ma'akib, because that's how Rebbe Vin is interpreting Tzarech of Basil, that you have to, and if you don't, you can't, because of Bila Ma'akibis boy. so therefore when you have here, it's also ma'akib, so to here when you don't have palms, it's ma'akib, even when you have palms, it should be ma'akib, and therefore that could be even like the Rabbanon. Now the Gemara just concludes, so that is a question that's being asked. Similarly, Rav's halacha could be even like the Rabbanon. But then the Gemara just says, 
that comes out according to the interpretation of the second version of Rebavina, the way he interprets this Machlekes Beisil Beshamai, that comes out Lebeshamai, that he says, Einet Tzarech, so we said that when Beisil says Tzarech, it means that you got to do it, and if you can't, that means it's Ma'akim. So when Beshamai says, Einet Tzarech, it means actually that, not like the first version of, Rebavina, of Ravina, that Yesh Leitakana, means that you don't have to, because you don't have to, because you don't need to, and therefore there is a way out. And therefore, what it comes out is, Upliga the Reb Pedas. Now, therefore, this second version of Ravina is now arguing on Reb Pedas, whereas we said in the first version of how it was explained according to Ravina was like Reb Pedas, that Bisham is the same as Reb Eliezer. Here it's not like Reb Eliezer, because Reb Eliezer says that you've got to have what the Pusik says, which is you've got to put on his thumb and his big toe. Here, Bisham may hold that, no, you don't have to. Yes, it says to cut the hair. That's if you have hair. If you don't have hair, then... In the tzarech, you don't have to because there is taikana. You could conclude your naziris and be permitted in wine even without the hair coming. Now the Gemara continues with the next Mishnah. So again, continuing on the theme of the previous Mishnah is, so we said that you cut your hair after you bring uh, from the karbanas. So on that, the Mishnah says, Gilech al-Azevach. If let's say, so he brought his carbon, whether as we said in the previous Mishnah, whether it be at the Shlamim or whether it be at the Chatas, it's got to bring one of the Karbanas, and we said if it's e- any one of the three, but the Yeva, that's also good, as long as he brought one carbon and he threw the blood, and then he cut his hair, it's a valid Teglachas. So now the Mishnah says, however, if he cuts his hair after one of the Karbanas, the Nimtza puzzle, now it turns out that actually, that the carbon was puzzle, either because the blood spilled out, or went out of the appropriate areas it's allowed to be in, or if it became Tameh, whatever it is that the carbon is not valid, so it comes out that taklachas comes out that his haircut was also invalid. And the reason being is because since the carbon's puzzle, so now the haircutting that could only be after a kosher carbon being brought, it's like the halach of Galchul Listim, which we learned in the previous Mishnah, that when if he cuts his hair before his carbon is brought, according to Baliaz, he's gotta wait seven days, according to Rabban, you gotta wait thirty days. Because it's only valid after a carbon. Now we thought there was a carbon brought, but since it's puzzle, it's like a carbon wasn't brought, and therefore the, the hair cutting was during the Naziris, and which will reject, since it's Acham Aloyse, seven days, a Kondrabanon, 30 days. Moreover, is Uzvachav Loy His other Kabanis that he brought after that first one, in other words, he was so excited to cut his hair to get on with the show, he brought a carbon, cut his hair, and then he brought his other two Kabanis. But since it turns out that the first carbon ended up being puzzle, so his later Kabanis are also invalid. They don't work for him, and the reason being is because since he, 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 the, the hair cutting was, was, was invalid, so it comes out that his other karbanas were not done on someone that had a, appropriate taglachas, so it's like he brought his karbanas during the time of Teich Malais, meaning before he finished his nazirs, because the hair cutting wasn't done after the first carbon. So therefore, they're, they're also not valid for his obligations. Now, so to the Mishnah says, similarly, if gilach alachata shalei Let's say he cut his hair after the first carbon being brought, which was a chatas, but he brought the carbon chatas not for the sake of a chatas. Although it's a chatas, they said, oh, we're bringing it as an oil or some other carbon. And then, so then he cut his hair after the chatas, which was shalei And then he brought his other carbonas for their appropriate terms and their namesakes. His taglachasa is psula, his hair cutting is invalid. And uzvach of and his other carbonas don't work for him which really the Rosh says is an unnecessary case for the Mishnah to point out, because this is essentially the same as the first case of the Mishnah, which was if you cut ye here on a carbon that's puzzle, which that's what a chatas is when it's brought shalilishma, the whole carbon is puzzle. It's just because the Rosh says that the Mishnah wants to say, regarding if you cut ye here on an oila and a shlamim shalilishma, 
which is a machlekes in the Mishnah of Hashem Rabbanan, so that's why it also picked the case of chatas, but seemingly chatas is the same thing as a psul, a valid psul that totally invalidates the carbon of like tamay or if it was yaitza, chutz from the claim, is the same, same thing of a chatas shalelishma. But continues the Mishnah, so let's say cut is here after the oila, or the, fir- or the first one being brought was a shlam, and he brought it shalelishma, and then he brought his other kabbanis for their appropriate sake. Again, his, his hirkan is going to be invalid. And therefore, even his later kabbanis are not going to work. And the reason being is because since, although that oila or shlam that's brought shalalishma is not totally invalid, it's a kosher carbon, but the halacha is that it's not It's not considered as if fulfilling the obligation that the one who's bringing it for. Hence, the shlamim and the oila are not being considered shalmi nazar or the oilas nazar. Rather, they're being considered as shalmi nadava. It's a kosher carbon, but it's not being considered to validate what you bring it for. Now, it's like, therefore, like you're cutting your hair on an oila that you bring it as an adava or shlam as an adava. That's not valid. It has to be his shalmi nazar or his oilas nazar or his chatas nazar. Then, after one carbon, he could cut his hair. So, the time the camel holds that if it was after an oila or shlam, shalay it's not valid, and hence it's like the taklach is not valid, and therefore the other karbanas are like being brought during his naziris, and therefore not valid either. But on that, the Mishnah says, Reb Shimon he argues, he says, you're right, that carbon, whether it's the elo or the shlom that was brought to Shema, it's not going to be fulfilling the obligation of the nazir, because it was Shema, but but the other karbanas will have been considered fulfilling his obligations, and the reason being is because Reb Shimon holds that if you do your hair cutting on Shalma and Nadava, it is going to be valid. As Gemara will bring the source for that. So that therefore, since it's a kosher carbon, but be it a Shalma and Nadava, so that would be enough for his taglachas, and hence his later karbanas are being brought after his taglachas. Now the Mishnah concludes, according to everybody, then gilach al If he cut his hair after all three karbanas were brought, and it turns out that at least one of those three karbanas, although the other two karbanas are possible, at least one of the three were kosher, then according to everybody, his hair cutting is, is valid, because it was done after at least one kosher carbon, and and then you'll bring the other karbanas, which were found out to be possible. So now the Gemara just clarifies, what you see from the Mishnah is, that a nazar, who cuts his hair, not really after one of his three karbanas, not on his shalmi nazar or his oilas nazar or his chatas nazar. Even if he just brings a shalmi nadava, a donation to the base of Mikdash as a shlamim, and then he cuts his hair, that will be valid. And the reason the inference of the halacha is because a shalmi nazar that a brutchalishman is not Allah Sham it doesn't fulfill the obligation, and hence halachically has the status as a shalmi nadava. And still Rib Shimon says that's going to be valid. So you see it works even shalmi nadava. And that the Gemara is my time, but what's the reason? So he says the Amakrok, as it says the Pasukim in Midbar, it says, V'nasen alo eish, ashatach hazevach hashlam. It says that he's going to put the hair that he cuts off on the fire, which is beneath the carbon of the shlamim. But like kasem al shlamav, it doesn't say on his shlamim, meaning it doesn't have to be shalmei nazar, it could even be shalmei nadav, and that's why he holds, where he argues in the Tanakhama, that regarding the shlam or the oila, that if it's brought shaloi lishma, which doesn't invalidate the carbon, so it's like a shaman nadava, but it doesn't fulfill the obligation, and then he cuts his hair, that although he has to obviously bring over that carbon as his chayva, but it's considered enough to make his taglachas valid, and therefore the other carbonas that he brought after that are going to be valid too.